Hey everyone, and welcome to the first official podcast of I Didn't Mean to Be Political with Joe Wilkes. Um, the official is kind of in quotation marks because it's definitely more of a introductory pod, a little more of getting you to know a little bit more about me, a little bit more of the structure of the pod, and a little bit more about why I ultimately decided to sit down and to yell into the void and talk into this echo chamber of what is making a podcast. Um, So it is Friday, January 22nd, 2021, and we woke up in a Joe Biden America. So throughout this podcast, definitely in its early stages, we will be talking about the first 100 days of the Joe Biden administration and what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ultimately decide to do. Um, But before we really get into that and start talking about the quite a bit amount of executive orders that Joe Biden has already um, decided to sign and kind of enact and put in place, I really want to get more into, like I said, you guys can know a little bit more about me, the structure of the podcast, and kind of what we're ultimately doing here. So as you guys probably know by now, my name is Joe Wilkes, um, and I am a con professional here in D.C. I work for a nonpartisan think tank in the city. Um, and really, I think kind of maybe one of the most prevalent things to talk about first would be kind of how I came up with his name. How did I come up with the name of I Didn't Mean to Be Political as the name of this podcast? Um, well, it was an interesting journey, I think, as I started to play with the idea of starting a podcast in my mind and kind of talking to a few friends and a few family about it. I started to come up with all these different names, tried to make something catchy, something that, you know, would quickly draw your eye to it or something um, that you'd be like, oh, this is a kind of a funny name. Like, let me go tell people about it or something. Um, but it's funny because I didn't mean to be political kind of picked itself in a way. Because um, as I was going through these different titles and different names, all of a sudden it kind of just hit me. And I was thinking about it in the middle of a conversation like with my mother. Like, really the whole point of this podcast was that as a black man... Um, in America, and you know, when you are in different minority groups um, that you are visually, you know, so easily associated with, like, I have dark skin, like, you can tell I'm black, um, the things that you do, the things that you say, activities you participate in, and, you know, just a bunch of other stuff can be interpretive and seen as political acts or political stances. And so it's the whole idea of I didn't mean to be political, but America forced me to be. Like me standing up and me saying that my life as a black person matters shouldn't be a political statement, but it is. Um, And so that kind of really is the essence and the background behind what this name is. And what this podcast is about. So when I think about this podcast and what I want it to be, it really is about me just sitting down once a week and running through some of the biggest political actions that take place that week and kind of break them down and simplify them because I recognize that nowadays it's like politics is hitting you like a mile a minute. There's just so much stuff going on, so many bills, um, executive orders, uh, and then kind of the pop culture kind of things, the more gossipy side of politics too as well that's happening and 
you know, becoming more of a news story topics and all these other things like that. And so it's kind of really my goal to sit here and basically go, hey, I want to keep people informed in the best way as possible and help everyone kind of keep their finger on the button, on the pulse of American politics, um, which I recognize is a hard thing to do. I recognize that keeping Americans informed and educated is truly one of the hardest parts of this representative democracy that we're in. Um, and I also recognize that when I'm doing this podcast, I do want it to be, for the most part, really from a nonpartisan lens. I want it to be as informative as it can be. Like when I do this, I definitely want to, I definitely intend on when guests come on, having multiple people from multiple sides, you know, having people from the left, having people from the right, having people more like me who is classifies himself as an independent, um, but recognizes I lean a little more democratic socialist and um, policy thinking. Um, but really want to make sure that all voices are heard, all sides are heard, and um, that the information is informative. Um, now, I recognize that I am a human being and I do have opinions and I have thoughts. So those are going to come out sometimes. I will be ranting about different topics and different like guidelines, uh, different things that happen in America. But don't fault me for that, you know, and hopefully what I say still kind of hits you in a way where it's informative. And if you have an issue or you think it's wrong about it, you know, let me know because <laughs> um, I'm very much the type of person where I love to hear other people's opinions. I love to hear other people's sides. And that's kind of also a major point of this podcast that um, you'll see kind of develop as we move forward and as we grow and as we get guests in here um, because it really is going to be a kind of this political playground in a way where I really want to be able to play around with American politics and where it is today. So we'll be talking about Twitter. We'll be talking about um, <laughs> the major tweets um, that happen um, from our politicians, our journalists, and you know, breaking news. Um, we will be getting into, like I said earlier, Joe Biden's administration, the first 100 days, what him and Kamala plan to do, and talking about all those stuff. We'll be talking about the filibuster and uh, the fight against the filibuster by the Democrats, minus Jim Manchin, um, and the fight for the filibuster from Republicans, you know, leading that charge is uh, Senate Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell. And, you know, on top of that, we'll be talking about um, probably also coronavirus aid, um, what's coming from that. Will we be getting that $2,000 or rather $1,400 that we were promised? Um, and just a bunch of other things. Like, I really do plan to sit here and kind of break it all down for you guys in about 15 to 20 minute pods a week. Um, so with that being said, you know, don't expect it to be this, you know, big giant political like guidebook for you just to come back to and to know everything. Um, but I do hope it serves as some place for you to kind of get a sense of, oh, this was going on. And then from this, you can go, oh, I heard this is kind of what's happening. Let me go and do more research on it. Um, and of course, I'm the person, if you have any questions on that kind of stuff too, let me know. And I'd love to point you in the right directions and to give help and 
that form too. Um, so a little bit more about me. Um, like I said, I work here in DC, I'm working comms. Um, I'm from a small town in North Carolina, so I'm from the South. So, you know, being in the city like this, definitely a change, definitely an experience. Um, ever since COVID hit, um, my job, we have been operating more of a work remote um, format. So I've been home for the last 11 months, like I'm sure the majority of you have been if you are listening to this. And I think that was when I finally decided, okay, I now have this time that I'm trying to figure out what to do with. And um, I spend a lot of it actually breaking stuff down and putting stuff in my Instagram stories or on Twitter and, you know, really flooding my social media with like kind of here's what's happening and asking questions to my peers and, you know, getting their insights and hopefully informing them a lot too about kind of what's going on. And so I figured we got time. <laughs> there ain't nothing else we doing. Um, why not just sit here and do it in a podcast format? The uh, you know I think a format that's really been taking over the world recently. You know, kind of easy, popping your ear and just listen to me rant for fifteen twenty minutes every week. Um, so before I wrap up uh, this first pod, I definitely still want to get into kind of some stuff that happened this week because wow, what. A week, you know, um, in the last few days of Trump's administration, he does make some few last minute pardons. Um, those including Steve Bannon, <laughs> uh, the guy, one of the guys behind the We Build the Wall um, online fundraising campaign that defrauded its donors. Um, uh, Little Wayne, because, you know, Trump, he always has to have. One black person that he'll tout in your face um, to say, hey, look, see, black people do like me. Um, and a few others that really do set some dangerous precedents for um, what a president can do with this power. Um, but then luckily on Wednesday, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were inaugurated and were sworn in. Um, if you're like me and you were in the the D.C. metro area. Uh, things were very locked down. Checkpoints at every light. Um, we had National Guard uh, officers walking around the city with guns. Um, Capitol Police and Metro Police um, just about everywhere on every corner as well. And so, I mean, the city was locked down. You know, you weren't getting close to that inauguration if you were if you did not have the credentials. Um which is kind of sad, you know, I think for a lot of people, being in, especially being in D.C., um, an inauguration is one of those moments where, you know, you get to go and be with your peers and kind of celebrate in the joyous moment of what is the swearing in of a new administration. But we also recognize in light of what happened, you know, two weeks prior with the Capitol insurrection and uh, America f uh, facing an ongoing pandemic we kind of, you know, have to just sit back and uh, make sacrifices. And then that means watching the inauguration on TV. That means watching the inauguration on TV. Um, and, of course, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about there in the inauguration itself. Bernie Sanders becoming another national meme. The monochromatic fits from all these ladies. 
Um, and I mean, gosh, Michelle Obama outfit, 100. Um, <laughs> but I think moving past that too, on inauguration day, I mean, you I mean Joe Biden's first day signing 17 executive orders and nine of them reversing Trump policies. Um, so I definitely do want to talk about those two a little bit too. I mean, I won't go into all of them, but I definitely do want to talk about some of my favorite one of those, or I think some of them, that, the ones that are the most important when it comes to that. Um, really, the first one being that uh, Joe Biden extended the nationwide moratorium on evictions and foreclosures until at least the end of March. And then that he also extended the existing um, pause on student loan payments. Um, an interest on federal student loans. So sorry if you have a private student loan, <laughs> this doesn't affect you. Um, but on federal student loans through the end of September. Um, now, while I don't see these being like, wow, super crazy democratic or um, progressive um, executive orders, um, I just think, you know, it's us recognizing that, you know, we're still here. We're still in this place of, you know, being locked down and, you know, having to preserve ourselves because of COVID and that Joe Biden is also noticing that and, you know, helping Americans out. Now, definitely more, there's still more that needs to be done. Um, and hopefully, you know, when we get to the end of March or we get to the end of September when these run out, if we're still kind of in this place, those do get extended again. That's something we'll have to wait and see. But that's something that is there right now. That's great to have heard from him. Um, as we talk more about COVID, um, I think something that's super important that kind of seems like a no-brainer <laughs> um, and something that, like, wow, why haven't we done this before? Um, but Joe Biden launched a 100-day masking challenge. Um, where basically he commits to and then asks every American to wear a mask and makes mask and social distancing a requirement in every federal building and on federal lands. So I think another great move uh, for the country and where we're going and how we're responding to COVID-19 um, with that, uh, he also did stop our withdrawal um, from the World Health Organization, and then also appointed that our guy, Dr. Fauci, will be becoming the head of the delegation to the WHO. Um, so I think this is a major step in Joe Biden really standing behind um, the words uh, that he so highly touted um, during his campaign that, you know, we will listen to the science. We are going to listen to the scientists. We're going to listen to the people who are working on um, this virus and working on vaccines. And, you know, we are listening to science because this is what it says. And so I think that's super important when it comes to organizations that we were once in or leaving or anything like that. I think another big deal is that Biden has signed for us to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. Um, that is a process that does take 30 days. So we will not be back in the Paris Climate Accord until 
end of February-ish, but I think definitely a major step in America saying that we're committing to fighting climate change. And then hopefully with that, you know, we can really begin to make um, a huge dent in climate change, not just nationwide, but worldwide. Um, with uh, immigration, um, I think some big things that are definitely worth mentioning are the reversal of the Muslim of the Muslim banned uh, restrictions um, into the United States, um, the undoing of the expansion of ICE or immigration enforcement in America, and the halting on construction of border walls. Um, I think those are some important things to touch on when we're talking about um, immigration and something that we really have been focused on focusing on in the Trump administration, um, especially considering, you know, when he ran his campaign, uh, like his major thing was, you know, building a wall and, you know, immigration being one of those pillars of his uh, campaigns back then. So to see this work, I think is also super important. Um, then within that, uh, I think a super important thing that is also out there, um, I think one of the last ones I'll touch on, um, is he signed an executive order that basically said that non-citizens are now required to be included in the census and apportionment for, uh, congressional representation. Um, so basically what that means is that People who are not citizens, people who are not citizens, will now be included. So when we're looking at um apportionment for uh house representation, house seats, and places, uh, we can really begin to see a big shift probably happening with this, um, and really could lean itself to giving Democrats a really good standing here, um, when it comes to getting people elected in the house um because i do worry something i do worry about if the democrats um act like democrats uh in these first two years of the biden presidency is you know losing that house um and losing the senate again something that could happen um because i think what democrats are i'm hoping not but i think something that has happened time and time again is that Democrats fail at recognizing that they're wasting political capital by trying to go back and forth with people who would never do the same for them. Um, when the Republicans had majority a few days ago, <laughs> they didn't do anything for us. You know, they didn't. Uh, they didn't. If there was a bill that happened in the House and they didn't want to talk about, it, they didn't want to hear. Guess what? Mitch McConnell said, "We're not going to hear it." Um, and so I think Democrats need to begin to play their own game uh, as well, um, because at this point, I think there's not much benefit or necessity in trying to look as bipartisan as possible, because um, at this point, this isn't about partisanship. Uh, this is about people's lives. Um, this is about life or death for a lot of people. Um, the money to be able to pay rent, um, money to be able to take care of your children, 
Uh, just a lot of other things. So I think that's something definitely that I'm going to look out for in these upcoming weeks. I'm definitely going to be looking at how does um, the Biden administration and the people in, in the Senate, our senators, House representatives kind of really focus on this impeachment trial of Trump in the Senate. And what does that mean? What does that look like? Because... Um, the first 100 days is always kind of one of those uh, cliche kind of things that Americans love to hold on to um, and are the first 100 days that people really see as setting the pace for what your administration is going to be like. Um, and if a majority of that time is filled up with the impeachment of Trump, how does that then affect the Biden administration moving forward um, when it comes to wanting to put out progressive policy um, or rather, we're talking about Joe Biden, so I'm sorry, rather just policy um, in general. Um, I think a question on a lot of people's minds right now are, are we going to get that $2,000 check or 1400 rather, as we've seen floated around? Um Joe Biden said that he wanted to, you know, cancel uh, student debt. And people asked the question, like, what about student debt for, like, you know, $10,000 or, you know, a long time ago. And recently he's committed to canceling $5,000, which, I mean, great, $5,000, you know, cancel that. But um, definitely we're seeing, and I think this is a fear that I've had um, when looking at the... Biden administration and once he be put, uh, once he won and once he be placed in office, is that I think a lot of people on the left, a lot of Democrats, or a lot of people who are were really hoping for progressive change, got their hopes up, um, and I think are gonna are in store for like a massive fall when you see Joe Biden really kind of revert back to those really moderate ways even though I say revert back to where like I think he never progressed I don't think like he's really reverting back I think he's always been a moderate um we just kind of maybe overlooked it a little bit because um his moderacy looked just way more appealing to Trump's far right ideology um so I think that's something that I'm definitely looking at. I definitely will be on the watch for. You'll probably hear me call out. Um, and I would also say last thing to touch on something that I would say we need, like something that we're going to keep our eyes on moving forward too is that um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, a representative from Georgia, filed articles of impeachment on Biden on the 21st. Um, so where does that go? What does that mean for Joe Biden? Now, do I think this is really going to go anywhere? Do I think there's really anything to like harp on here? Or in, is this going to be a thing that's like, gosh, Joe Biden's going to be impeached and we're going to lose him already or anything like that? No, I don't think so. Now, at the same time, even if he was, whatever, look, because Kamala in there too. We still have, you know, the power there, but I, I mean, I definitely don't see that happening. It's 
kind of really far-fetched and I am still shocked, you know, how we allowed um, some QAnon conspiracist to <laughs> be a House representative, but this is America. Here we are. <laughs> um, and, you know, that just is what it is. Um, now, definitely, like, next week, um, I definitely want to go more in-depth about what things are happening. And this is really just a quick overview just to lay out kind of some major talking points about what we're, you know, what's happening here. Um, I didn't get into Twitter. Um, if I wanted to get into Twitter, it's mostly Bernie memes. Um, and if you haven't seen the Bernie meme, go look at it. It's pretty, people are creative. It's funny. Um, and he's a fashion icon. We love our Bernie Sanders. Uh, and then, and then on that frame too, Twitter was also, you know, a lot about the fashion, a lot about the women, um, at the inauguration as well. So that's that on the week. Um, and I just want to say thank you for starting this journey, coming on this journey with me, um, and listening to me ramble and just talk about politics and talk about what's happening in our country and around the world. Um, I'm really going to work my artist to get a podcast out every Sunday, um, to kind of really lay down the major topics of what kind of happened this week. Um, and it'll definitely be more guided, uh, kind of for this one. I kind of just was like going off script and just wanted to go for it. Um, it'll be authentic and kind of show you guys who I am, talk about who I am and what this podcast is about. Um, in upcoming weeks, you know, I'll definitely have more guidelines and notes for myself to kind of keep on track. Um, and it'll definitely be more heavily, you know, information rather than me just talking about me. Uh, but like I said, be on the lookout every Sunday. I didn't mean to be political. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to me ramble as I am currently doing right now. Um, I really do appreciate you all. And I hope you all have an amazing week. And stay strong, y'all.